This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu Great show today with Jason Rylander in. We have a lot of stuff to cover, including his son Rivers and him winning the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament Heritage Trophy. He's catching lots of species on lots of lakes, and he'll give us most of the information on that. And, of course, the topic du jour these days, technology and live scoping. It's all coming up with shorties. Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad when all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand. There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such, but the nightlife in the city don't impress me much. some trout the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when i'm f-i-s-h-double-i-n paul bunyan country hi i'm dick beardsley with dick beardsley fishing guide service i'd like to invite you to drop a line in one of the 400 lakes in the bemidji area we have 160 miles of biking trails forest trails campsites you can even get your picture with paul bunyan and babe is blue ox and when your adventures are done, we have some of the best eateries that Minnesota has to offer. Plus, much, much more. And don't forget to check us out at the Minnesota State Fair in the Education Building. Bemidji, one step further. I'm Kevin Cochran, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Jason Rylander is back to talk fishing today. It's been a while since we had him. Glad to have him in because he and Sun Rivers just won the Lucan's Village Foods United Way Krauss Anderson Heritage Award for um, top multi-generational team. I guess you guys were fishing the walleye division, but uh, you guys win the multi-generational trophy. Yeah, it's, uh, what a fantastic prize that uh, the folks over at Krauss Anderson donated that, that lifetime license uh, for the top placing youth team. And my son and I were lucky enough to get sixth place in the walleye division and and bring home that uh, that license for him. And I mean that's a uh, I looked it up. It's four hundred and seventy some dollar value. It and no, that's priceless. It's something he's going to remember forever because every time he renews his license, from now until he's eighty, he's going to remember the tournament that his first tournament that he ever fished with with his dad with me. Right, right. That's cool. That's cool. And, and and of course four hundred seventy dollar value now. But if you I think you added up on it, if you were buying them every year, you'd probably even more of value. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it, yeah, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, we really should as as being a, a part of the United Way myself. I really want to thank all of our sponsors. You know, specifically Lukens, uh, Coke comes to mind. Um, Cross Anderson, obviously. Um, what a wonderful event. 
Uh, I know as, as a board member and on, on that board for the fishing tournament itself, I'm hoping to see us really push this, push more youth into this tournament because it's a perfect opportunity. You don't have to fish all day. You can jump lakes. If the kid's tired, go have lunch and go back out. We, he hit it pretty hard for a 12-year-old. We fished four different lakes in, in that day and a half. Um, didn't get too much complaints, but you know we did get some nice breaks by sw- switching lakes. But I think there's a real opportunity to push fishing with the youth in, in this style of tournament and, and try to get some more of those sponsors, hint, hint, sponsors listening. Let's get some more of these youth licenses to give away to kids. You know, I think it's uh, that's a great idea because you know it's there are very few tournaments because of the way tournaments generally are structured that that work for kids. Oh, at least not until they're fifteen, sixteen, right? Unless they're you've got some diehard kids. I mean, I've I've fished a lot of tournaments where I've seen eight, ten, nine year old kids, but those eight, nine, ten year old kids are fishing fanatic. They've been yeah. with dad in the boat for many, many years now. My boys, I try not to push the fishing on them and i love it but i don't i'm not going to make them love it and make them come out in the boat with me but now as they've both gotten older especially rivers now being 12 he's enjoying it more he learned a lot in the in the derby we had some heartbreak we missed a couple of really nice fish that probably could have bumped us up higher in the in the walleye rankings but those are the things that come along with it and uh and then what a nice opportunity for kids because it doesn't cost much to get into that United Way tournament. The money's going to a great cause, and it's a little less stress and pressure than than the uh, than your typical seven a.m. to three p.m. walleye tournament. You know whether it's on Bemidji or the Plantain or Black Duck or any of these local ones, because um, you can take a break if you need. Right. There's no penalty to go to shore to go to the bathroom or go grab a bite to eat. You don't have to be in the boat for that that straight amount of time. So the the flexibility, especially for opportunities with kids, is, is just f- fantastic. I think what I find is really interesting. Even hardcore anglers like you know Sam and, and Joe who won the bass division. I mean, mm-hmm. those are hardcore serious anglers. They love this format. Right. Pretty much anybody I've talked to who's fished it, particularly those who've done well, but still, uh, you know that you know they like the format. It's unique. It's different. Um, it's kind of laid back, but still, there's a great competitive aspect to it, and there's there's big prizes too. Yeah, absolutely, great opportunities, great prizes, and like you said, the format. Fish aren't biting on this lake. Okay, let's go try another one. Oh, they're not biting here. Well, let's go try another. One. Or we just need a break, a change of scenery. Yeah, we've got so many lakes; they're so close together. It doesn't. And we fished, like I said, we fished three lakes on. On Saturday and and just one on on Sunday morning then but that's four lakes in a day and a half is that's bouncing around a little bit <laughs> yeah it is well in general uh, how's the fishing been for you and how how long you how often you been out there um well, I started a new j- real job grown up job so a uh, little less flexibility on the guiding but I've still been getting out on weekends I mean obviously with the United Way tournament we had we had a pretty decent bite cut quite a few fish um, that we didn't didn't count as our top five plenty of eaters that we could have kept if we could have kept fish um but the panfish bite for me has been really hot i've been I've been sticking to some of the local lakes I still haven't still haven't really fished bemidji a whole heck of a lot because okay. if, if they're biting on the smaller lakes i stay with them i just like the bite and i think a little less traffic and it's fun you get a little more multi-species besides you know pretty limited to perch and walleye a lot on 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 bemidji but I've been doing a lot of slip bobbers with leeches and catching a little bit of everything. You know, catch a smallmouth, catch a largemouth. 
a nice big bluegill, a walleye mixed in. So you get, a, they, folks get a good mix. I've been taking a lot of families out, a lot of kids in the boat lately. So it's been, been a lot of bobbers just trying to keep keep action, keep the kids entertained for that four or five hours you got them in the boat. This has been a, a pretty good walleye year. It has the, the bite has gone long. Um, I did hear a couple of reports. Seems to be slowing as it tends to do this time of year. But as I've told, you know, as I've discussed with a number of people in this day and age, with all the tools and knowledge we have, even the dog days, you can find and you will get reports. It used to be just radio silence. Right. That's not the case anymore. It's not as fast as it was in June, but you can still get fish. There's. Still fish biting somewhere. Sometimes you got to dig them out of those weeds. But every once in a while you get a few lakes that might turn on where those fish will pop out of those weeds. You just fish those weed edges, and it can be lights out. I mean, I remember there's been lots of August where I've gotten on bites and been able to keep my mouth shut and had some really good fishing hmm. for uh, for a few weeks So when those you know, different lakes will turn on. Bemidji's such a steady, steady, steady fishery. Bemidji and Cass, both, both of them. You can catch fish out there all season long. So you've always got those couple standbys to go out. Like you said, it isn't going to be June. You're no. not going to go out there and pitch jigs and catch 40 walleyes. But you can go out there and drag some meat around or throw a J-wrap and, or a bobber out with some leeches and, and catch some fish. Um, what is the hot bite right now i mean if you had to pick the hottest fish i know it's always you know this is always a time of year for bass but mm-hmm. but what are the what are the fish that are really biting right now i need to go cast for muskies oh little musky circle some guys i know have been having one heck of a summer muskies have been very very cooperative on on the area lakes and this is the time of year to go to go cast some some stuff whether it's top water or some blades or or whatever but this heat and humidity we're going to have tomorrow <laughs> that's makes me think nothing of musky i need to i got a i got an itch that needs scratching i mean <laughs> as much as i don't like going out there and throwing those big baits and casting i need to go do that it's a, it's a fun time your nice little break from the walleyes and go try to get a, one of those big slimy buggers well it's uh it's a whole different animal it's it's more like it's more like hunting than fishing absolutely yeah absolutely and it's it's addictive and it's fun. <laughs> so I hear. <laughs> Luckily, I keep my addiction down to just a handful of times a year. I think it's just it's too much work. Um, I'm too out of shape to cast that much, but I still love to do it. There's still something. I mean, you don't even have to catch one. You get those follows, or you see that fish behind the boat, and it's like a log's chasing your lure. That's exciting. I don't care who you are. That it's fun. So when you take the lads out, what are they into? The boys are into catching. Okay, but uh, they're not too f- fussy. But my youngest cove loves eating fish, so we have to go get fish for dinner. And his favorite, because he listens to his father, is eating bluegills. So it's Those nice that we we get out and uh, we've been out a couple times here recently, and just just done the slip bobbers and leeches until we get enough fish to uh, to have dinner. And then we go home and clean them and have dinner. What's your rule about uh, bluegills? What, what are the ones you keep? What are the ones you put back? Eight to nines is what I keep. That's everything else, say. everything else, I throw back. And there's even some lakes that I fish that don't have the five fish limit, where the fish are a little bit more stunted. Where I'm keeping seven inches, which are pain, kind of a pain to clean. They're not too bad. They're a pretty fun fillet to eat too, because it's kind of like eating a fish flavored potato chip once you fry <laughs> them up. They're pretty tasty. I. I I grew up eating bluegills, and I still love. There's, 
there's flavor to them. You can crisp them up so nice and just a nice little treat. He's Jason Ronder of North Country Guide Service. He and Sun Rivers are the Heritage Champs, the Krauss Anderson Heritage Champs from the Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament. we got a lot more to cover with Jason next. This is Dick Beardsley, and this is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit GrandHavenCampground.com and book your stay today. This is Mandy Year, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service, my guest today. And Jason, so when you're out guiding, where are your clients coming from? Are they Minnesotans from other parts of the state? Are they from other states? What's the mix? I just had most recent guides was actually my Legion baseball coach and his wife. Their one grandson was from the Fergus Falls area, and then their other grandson is was down in uh, oh shit, now in Adrian, Minnesota, which is southwestern Minnesota, I believe, but way down there. It's it's a heck of a haul down to Adrian. But they came up and fished with me for two days, two half day trips. So it was fun to reconnect with him, meet his grandkids because I know these two boys I'd never met, but I know both their I know their mom and I know their dad. Yeah, so. Kind of got to give him some grief, and then the one kid goes to you know the rivalry of my hometown, so I got to give him some grief about his his school. It's had fun with the kids, and then I had uh, the other family. I had a I had a boatload. I had it was a mom, dad, and two kids or four kids, four kids between six and eleven. Oh, yeah, that was. Like I said I had a boatload, <laughs> but I kept him entertained. That six year old, I didn't think I don't think stopped talking for four four and a half hours, however long we were in the boat. But they were from they came up from Texas. Oh wow! So they fished a little bit in Texas, uh, shore fishing. Caught, you know, they caught catfish and 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 some different things. But I mean, they were they were ecstatic. I was pretty obviously pretty limited on what we could do in the in the boat with with that many people. Uh, so I just trolled some crankbaits, and we got a nice mix of of different things. And the kid, kids took turn. But even these five inch perch we were catching, they were pictures and trying to hold them or not hold them. And but they had uh, had a lot of fun. Would you would you say again what what's kind of the mix of, of those who actually fish where they come from and just want guides because they're not familiar with the area and some that are just saying well we're in Minnesota and we're supposed to fish so show me what to do I would say it's about 70 30 70 percent are out of state or southern Minnesota that don't really fish much just that you're in northern Minnesota and I mean, what's well, Bemidji Minnesota it's a fishing community it's a fishing culture it's it's something we do around here with all the lakes. So they want they want the experience, right? And so they they're not typically too fussy. That I'm like, well, we can go walleye fishing, but like this time of year, it's like it might be a lot of work for a handful of bites, or we can just go out and go catching, just catch whatever's biting, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you got thirty percent that are that fish, but maybe don't want to haul their boat up or don't want to haul all the stuff up. Or they want to learn spots for the week. Like, I'll guide them Monday, and then they're fishing the lake the next four days. I'll show them spots or techniques that are working. And I have no issues with that. I don't 
doesn't bother me. I've, I've done a lot of times where I'll sh- show somebody spots on Monday. I got a guide trip the following Thursday or something, and here they are fishing the spot that we caught some fish on, and they're like, they quit biting here. We haven't caught anything all week. And then I'll pull in there and we catch four fish and i'm like no <laughs> you weren't paying attention that you were you got the right area but you weren't weren't paying too enough attention or whatever you know sometimes if the fish are in 12 feet of water you got to be in 12 feet of water if yeah. you're fishing 10 or 15 you're not gonna catch any the little little things but uh you know it's uh i like the mix i like the people that well there's there's things i like about both of them i like I like taking people that are fishing that maybe want to learn a new technique. There's experienced fishermen. They, maybe they want to learn a new technique or you know, just don't want to run the boat that day or, or learn those spots for the week. But, I, but there's something real fun about taking the kids out that haven't had much of an experience, you know, because you, know, you catch a 30-inch pike, and it's, for oh. me it's annoying. For them it's the greatest thing ever they've ever caught, right? Right. Yep. You know, a five-, six-pound pike can change can turn somebody into a, you know, a lifelong fisher person. They just, that can, that can be your, the thing that turns you on to it. So, giving your druthers, you get to go out, fish for whatever you want, using the technique you like the best, what are you doing? I'm going to drag a night crawler through the weeds for walleyes. Okay. That's far, that's, if I could do that every day, I would. <laughs> that's my favorite way to catch fish. There's just something about twitching that night crawler through that cabbage or that cabbage edge. I just I love rigging a night crawler, especially when when they're hitting those night crawlers and they dang near rip the line out of your hand hitting that worm. That's my favorite bite. Well, when you're guiding, obviously there's certain hours that most people want to go out fishing. But do you do you ever do night fishing? Do you like night fishing? Um, I haven't I haven't done it a ton lately. I used to do it a, a, a little bit more, just trolling the cranks after dark. Um, I would probably do it every night if I lived on the lake, but I don't live on a lake. Yes, yeah. it's, it's there's bugs and it's <laughs> dark and you can't see and you're loading the boat up in the dark. I mean, yeah, it's it's very productive and a good way to put fish in the boat. But I can catch them during the day. I don't have to go out <laughs> after dark. I guess is my part of it. Anything new out there you've been using this year that you really like? Yeah, that stupid live scope. <laughs> well, I, I don't have one. Controversial. I don't have one in my boat, but <laughs> my my buddy, good friend that I do tournament fishing with, Dan Fuller, he's got them. And yeah, it's it's weird. I'm, it's I'm torn. It's a hell of a tool. It works really good, but it's video games. It's yeah. not fishing to me. It's I'm torn. Like obviously, it's. It's a tool to be competitive in tournaments I think you need to have. But there's still some, like, it takes a little bit away the mystery of fishing. Isn't that half the fun? Is like, I mean, yeah, you, you've got the sonar, and yeah, there you might see some fish down there, but, like, that shallow, that's why I like the shallow water weed fishing. It's kind of the mystery. Yeah. Like, I'm confident there's fish in these weeds. I'm going to go rip that crawler through there. And it's always the, oh, it's not, oh, there's a fish, and then you get a bite. It's, oh, there's a bite. I got a fish. I don't think there's a topic that I've discussed in the past that has such a universal thing. I mean, you know, people who would normally love, you know, the latest technology, it's all, everybody's kind of ambivalent about it. Most people are kind of just like you. Yeah, I get it. I kind of need it, but I don't know if I really like it. I mean, it's, 
Don't get me wrong. It's pretty fun. <laughs> it is. A, see that fish and like, oh, every cast, every, you're not wasting any, not wasting any time. Right. You can make the, make a big use of your time. And that's why I think it's such a, such an important tool in tournament fishing when you only got eight hours to try to put as many pounds in the boat as you can. Um, but for me, like for fun fishing, it's, I don't know. Yep. It's just one of those things. I mean, it's it's awesome technology. It's cool. I get it. Um, yeah, I'm going to probably have one on the boat here soon. But <laughs> but no, there's still that part of me that's like, it's not, it's taking away. It's changing. It's definitely changing fishing, changing how, how a lot of people are fishing. Like the days of, like I said, my favorite way is still the rig a night crawler. And I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I'm still going to do it. Even if I get, shut the live scope off, I'm still going to rig a crawler sometimes. <laughs> Hey, I'm James Rylander of North Country Guide Service. My back sure hurts from carrying Kev Jackson for all these years. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests you can be fishing you can be hunting and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place the shortest path to your dream job begins at northwest technical college bemidji's technical college learn more today visit ntcmn.edu Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Missile Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. I'm Kev Jackson. I am hurting Jason Rylander's back today, but he's a soldier, and on we go. When we went to break, we were talking about technology and live scopes. The, it came front and center, of course, because the PMTT right, decided we're going to end it right here right now, middle of the year, which is a pretty controversial move to make. And I'm not here to make a decision or a, uh, an opinion on it one way right. or the other, because I... I'm not a musky angler. It's you know I'm, right. I, I, I'm not well versed, but it just uh, does bring it to the forefront of conversations going forward. It's you know it's going to affect not just muskies. It's going to affect all well, fishing I and mean, yeah. all fishing tournaments. Right, right. But so. it, and I think if if you want to ban it for certain tournaments, or you're you know if the AIM decides to quit for their for their walleye tournaments or the NWC, um, yeah, that's fine, but. I think the big controversy with the musky thing was this halfway through their season. Right. Pulling the plug. That's like what changing, about the, what about the, the rules of baseball uh, in, in, after the, the first started, game. Right. Yeah. Well, you, know, you think about it, like the controversy because those guys that were using it had won the last tournament or whatever, and I can't remember who it was. Well, what about the guy that's finally like, all right, it's a tool I need to have. He goes and drops three grand. Only for two <laughs> days later for them to ban it. Um, right. Now, from him, I'm, I mean, obviously it's probably a tool he's going to use fishing elsewhere, whatever, but kind of upset. It seems like if you got the rules for the season, you have the rules for the season. Yeah. Right? You do. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's going to be talked about for a while, no question about it. Um, right. uh, j- just in general, too. I think it would be cool, and I don't know if people would go for it, but I think it would be cool to just have an Iron Man tournament. Just you and a hook. No electronics, go. I don't know if people would do it or not. I'd love to see it. I would enter that tournament. That'd be fun. It'd be lake dependent, time of year dependent. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, think about trying to 
I'd want to grab the oldest guy I could, local guy I could, because then we could find Mid Lake structure. Because he's going to remember if you line up that that pine tree with that tower with that house, then you're on top of that structure. Because otherwise, without a depth finder, no GPS, how are you going to find Mid Lake <laughs> oh, stuff? Hey, I mean, I I know I'd be lost on some lakes. <laughs> you never, with our technology, you're always looking down. Right. I'm looking at the GPS. I'm looking at the graph. And I know I'm, yeah, I'm fishing that piece of structure. I'm not ever looking up my surroundings very often to see where I'm at. So I'd have a heck of a time finding some of that stuff. <laughs> very cool. But it would try, it'd be fun. Yeah? It would be fun. It would be a different tournament for sure. Well, what do you expect we're going to have to do to catch walleyes or catch anything going out in the next few weeks? Uh, fish are going to be in the weeds. You start seeing some fish transitioning to some deeper structure, mid-lake structure. Uh, if they're not, they're they're likely on, on that right now. But we're competing with a lot of bait fish out there now. Everything's grown up and the right size for them to eat. And that's typically why fishing gets a little tougher this time of year. But every day we chip a little closer to fall, and water temps start dropping, and just uh, gets a little bit better each day. And it's that phenomenal fall bite that we get to have in September and October. What are you hearing from your other North Country guide buds? Matt's been doing really well, catching all the fish. Him and Tate have been out. I just saw a post. They were chasing some bass the other night. Uh, with Tate getting a little older now, Matt's son, uh, Tate's 13, 14, 15 in that range. Uh, Tate's really gotten into fishing. So Matt's been going out fishing a lot more than he uh, than just guiding. Tate's been having them get out, and I know they've been chasing a lot of bass, having fun with that and setting some hooks. But the bite for both of us has been been pretty consistent pretty good we're helping people uh put fish in the net and plenty of fish to clean and send home for a meal with it with our customers so it's been good i would imagine matthew's got to get out in the woods and start baiting pretty soon bear season's coming two weeks he'll start there yeah i know he's been doing a bunch of uh foraging trips but berry oh. season blueberries yeah. are out and a lot of people that have been out picking them blueberries raspberries june berries you like to do that sort of thing get out there while you can before the bears and before the bears eat them and the bugs carry you away in, in all seriousness if it all goes south he will be the lone survivor he'll be one of them i'm glad he lives close to me hopefully we're friends i got some cool toys i can provide matt keep me alive if you're listening yeah, I ask him, what do you even have electricity for? Basically to watch Star Wars, I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's into that foraging with the between the mushrooms and the berries, and he can go find stuff to eat, no problem. Yeah. I can't believe, I, you know, we had the conversation last year, I can't believe he hasn't done wild racing. Of all the thing, of all the people in the state of Minnesota, I would have expected to him, him to go be, racing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of messy. He's got it. Well, he is, but. He's got to do it at least once. I mean, he's Matt Brewer. Right. <laughs> well, listen, are you ready for another Fast Five? I suppose. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, you you and Jason been doing anything lately? No, he's so dang busy. He guides two or three times a day. We talk on the phone every once in a while. I miss him. So so basically, you guys are win, win, winter fishing buds is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, when he's less. I'll see him again in the fall. But, yeah, we don't. I think last summer I actually had, I said, when's your next day you don't have something booked? And he said, uh, whatever day it was. And I said, well, book, put me down. I'm your afternoon guide trip. I'm not paying, but I'll come down. <laughs> yeah, I got to get him back. I don't know, but he's, he, is, he is hard to chase down. Yeah. 
All right, the next Fast Five with Jason Rylander. Fast Five. Did I stutter? Question number one. What is your favorite pizza top? Just like favorite pizza or just one single topic? Well, my favorite pizza? Just do what you want. Pepperoni and jalapeno. Ooh. That's my combo. That's my favorite. That is not very Minnesotan of you, but no. very cool. That's All right. My, that's my go-to. All right, speaking of uh, pizza pie, question number two. Pie or cake? Mm, pie. You are more of a fruit pie guy or a cream pie guy? Fruit pie. Yeah. I love fruit pie. I love blueberry. Blueberry pie. Yes. No, thinking about it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Fresh picked blueberries in a pie right now? Ooh. Right? Questions, Kel. <laughs> My pleasure. Question number three. Besides hunting and or fishing, what is your favorite sport? Is grilling meat a sport? Uh, in my book it is. Then it would be that. But uh, <laughs> probably football. Okay. I like not, not that I play anymore, but I did play into college a bit. It was several pounds ago and back when my knees worked. Mm-hmm. I love football because I understand the game. Yeah. I played it a bunch. And as controversial as the NFL is, I just try to ignore the rest of that and just watch the game for the game itself. Okay. Love football. NFL football. I have a uh, controversial football question I'll have to ask you next time. Question number four. ACDC or Alabama? Hmm. Probably Alabama. My dad's rolling in his grave right now that I said that. He had both of their albums, but dad was a big ACDC fan, but uh, I love old country music, and even older than Alabama. Oh, okay. Should have been Merle Haggard. (laughs) So you, 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 that's, you like the, the real. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. And now question number five, the most controversial question, but you might be too young, but we're going to ask it anyway. Ginger or Marianne? Oh, Marianne. Okay, girl next to Okay. See, I had a few of the fishermen say ginger, and I thought they could. Well, it's red, redheads. Okay. <laughs> That's a controversial question for the radio. I, I know, I know. No, I'm angry lady listeners right now. <laughs> Your wife is taking. My wife was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I, I said, guys, don't you want somebody to fish with? And a couple of them said, No, I like to fish alone. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. He's Jason Rylander from North Country Guide Service. Jason, if somebody wants to book a trip before it's all said and done, how do we go about doing that for you? Don't look Matt and I up at northcountryguides.com. Give Matt a call there or shoot him an email, or you can get in touch with me at 218-766-7781. Well, time is up. Time for you to get out and go fishing. Time for me to find a new guest for tomorrow, and we'll talk again then. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. Any workout, any mood, any time. 
That's what the Peloton Tread is all about. From interval runs that motivate you to go the extra mile, power walks that work up a sweat, rolling hill hikes for you to enjoy, and full body boot camps to hit your goals. Plus thousands of workouts that go beyond the tread. Strength programs, core classes, yoga, Pilates, and even boxing. Everything you need on and off the Peloton Tread. Experience it all for yourself with a 30-day home trial. Learn more at OnePeloton.com.